It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you. By my side, as always, the fearless one himself, Mr. C.V. Burton. Have a somber and reflective Memorial Day. Thank you. Perfectly said. A somber Memorial Day, and that's the way we keep it here on Freedom on Deck. Uh, Brian is out with his gas class right now. Uh, We all have gas here on Freedom on Deck, but that's besides the point. Uh, Obviously, uh, it is a somber weekend, and Memorial Day always is, but make sure you you thank the veterans in your life and around you in your community because uh, we'll be memorializing them also, and we have to keep in mind that they keep us free. We do have some really great guests today, CV. We do. We have Larry Sharp's going to be stopping by on segment three. Steve Elsie, the brother of Lee Elsie. He is actually a pretty accomplished musician, man. He does some really great stuff. Uh, He's been nominated for an Emmy Award. He's got his new album, Nutmegger. Anyone from uh, Connecticut knows what that's in reference to. We have Paul Sutliff also coming on and Swoop from Swoop's World. That'll be towards the end of the show. So... Let's get right into it. As everybody knows what happened in Texas, another psychopath that went and gunned down 18 children, two teachers, and the details surrounding this are very, very, very scary and uh, somewhat suspicious. Two boys at the time, who were 13 and 14, were arrested in 2018 for planning a Columbine-inspired attack on a Uvedale school in 2020, the boys who were not named at the time of their arrest would be 17 and 18 now. At the time of the team's arrest, Uvedale Chief and Police Daniel Rodriguez said the Morales Junior High School student 14 and former Morales student 13 were planning to conduct an attack four years from then. The investigation revealed that the students were infatuated with the Columbine High School shootings and identified themselves to the shooters. The investigation uncovered that the students even referred to themselves using the Columbine shooters' names. The importance of the identities of these students could either be very important or it might not be any of any importance at all, except for the fact that they knew in this community, in this school that there had been something like this planned already. Uh, that's what concerns me more than anything, is that they already had a uh, an event, not an event, but an event that could have happened where they had been uh, thwarted from two individuals that wanted to carry out a massacre. Now, we're talking about the suspect. I'm not going to use his name. I know who he is. Now, that, that individual also had a litany of dirt that piled up on him. He was a uh, a very morbid, self-destructive young man. He would cut his face, cut his arms, cut his legs. 
A lot of a, a lot of that happened inside of what w- some people would call a very sick person, uh, like to dress in the black and you know had some issues socially. Uh, was picked on because of a lisp. There are a couple red flags here with this individual. Uh, my biggest issue, CV, is the way this all transpired. We're finding out that the police didn't do a great job. They also uh, had some issues of how the how this disgusting dirtbag got into the school. We'll talk about that later. But I think that the thing we need to all come together and realize here is that these our children are going to schools where they are sitting ducks, and I'm sick and tired of it. Despite the fact of what this could be, whether it's a false flag, it probably is, but I am just sick and tired of being able to say, hey, the judge, the politician, uh, the police, state troopers, and you go throughout all those buildings where those people work, go in and out of, what do they have? They're protected. You can't get into those buildings with a gun, Mm. but you can get into these schools with a gun, and I'm sick and tired of it, and there's got to be a way to stop it, and we need to start doing more about it. Well, Steve Cortez on Steve Bannon's War Room said uh, the other day that he has inside information that says that the two boys that they questioned four years ago, who would be 18 years old today, coincidentally, neither one of them was the actual shooter in this case. However, right. I still think because they won't release the names that it's suspicious, and I think Steve Cortez is probably wrong. And it just seems it just seems so coincidental that right before the midterms, these two shootings by two 18-year-olds happen on on the, each other's heels. You know what I mean? The, the first one yeah, was at, yeah. at Buffalo, and then a couple of days later, this. And if you recall back in 2018, right before the, the midterms then, it was... Uh, it was after a summer of BLM and Antifa burning down half America, shooting cops, and MAGA's slogan was jobs, not mobs, right, if you recall. And then all yep. of a sudden, these suspicious pipe bombs, which turned out to be fake pipe bombs, were sent only to Donald Trump's enemies. How convenient. And then then they made the arrest of the uh, pipe bomb uh, sender and the stripper, the and they stripper, said his, the male stripper. They said they found his uh, perfectly clean, brand new white van was parked in a uh, you know in a restaurant's parking lot or something for With like a for like stickers. a week for like a week. You can't find these stickers anywhere. <laughs> yeah, these all yeah. these stickers, brand new stickers, shiny, clean, so and colorful, all supporting MAGA and Donald Trump and. It turns out that he was a bouncer at the same at the same club where where uh, Stormy Daniels was dancing. Yes, and and it's just another psyop. And then they then yes. they and then the slogan was on the Democrat side that that MAGA and Patriots are domestic terrorists, and we're and we're the violent ones because they create these fake false flags all the time. And so, all right, so you have this guy in Buffalo. He drives 200 miles to a black neighborhood and shoots them up, and he has a manifesto that is suspiciously similar to the manifesto of the other one in Texas where the guy shoot up 
Yeah, that was years ago. That, a I don't remember. Years back. I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah. it was, but it was Mexico. It was Mexicans, and they tried yep. to pin it on MAGA, and yep. and in 2018, there was somebody shot up a synagogue. You know what though? And all these manifestos, if you never notice, and people don't ever read them. These people, they're all leftists. If you really yeah. get down and read what they're into, they're all leftists. It's it's amazing. But you live you live near a pl- a place called Camp Hero. Where yep. in the fifties they used to conduct. My, da- my dad was stationed in camp. Right, right, and that's like a forty-five minute drive from me, but it's like a ten-minute drive from you. But um, they were experimenting with MK Ultra, they called it, which was mind-altering yep. drugs, LSD, hypnosis, and it was all geared to bri- the Montauk projects. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Where. The show Stra- uh, Stranger Things or something was was based on that, by the way. Yep. And this was all geared to brainwash people into doing things they wouldn't normally do. So it's a yep. real thing. You can call uh, you can call us conspiracy theorists if you want, but it is a real thing. It's a fact. Well, there and and that's the point is not to say we obviously these children are. are I mean, God, it's hard for me to even do. This uh, this subject matter because they're my kids' age, right? And they're all beautiful. They're beautiful, and they should have been treated far. You know, they should have been saved. I would have been in there, and you wouldn't have stopped me from going in there. And I'll tell you, if you did try to stop me, it wouldn't have been good. But they're um, but these are all eighteen year olds, and they're very malleable, very inf- easily influenced. Well, yeah, there's a point to all that. And, yes. and I believe that they were uh, groomed to do these things at a convenient time, right before an election. And it, and it, like Sandy Hook was an eighteen year old, the Buffalo Shooter was an eighteen year old, and then this other one is an eighteen year old, and really uh, and it's a little too convenient, and a lot of people are saying that. It's not just me, and it's not just Chet. <laughs> and, no, and, and listen, uh, those those children, um, we're dedicating this show to all those kids. So yes. uh, please just understand that uh, we understand and we grieve with the families always. CV, we are running up against it. Uh, we got to go. Then after the next one, we'll have Larry Sharp on the bevy of guests that we have. Don't go anywhere. 94.9 News Down. Stimulating. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. Uh, the other guest I meant to mention, and I'm sorry I didn't, was Swoop from Swoop World. We're going to be lining up a lot of guests. We have Lee Elsie's brother is going to be uh, double the segments after this. Is Larry Sharp's going to start right back up, and then we're going to have Paul Sutliff and Swoop, and then we'll finish out the show with me and CV at 8. And, and I'm sorry it's like that. 
We missed last week because of some of the uh, health issues that my family's going through. So we had to kind of just bring everybody in for this show. CV, you had a couple points about the shooting, uh, and I think they were important, but you said them off of the off the air. I'd like you to bring those up right now. Yeah, I just thought it was suspicious uh, that the shooter crashed his S- he crashed his SUV, and then he shot up a funeral home, and then he was. Next thing you know, he's in a school, and it seems obvious that he was chased into the school. Who chases a shooter into a school of sm- with small children? That's suspicious. And the other thing so that's... the cops were chasing him? The cops chased cops him. Cops chased him right into the school. And then... And um, then they wouldn't go in. Yeah. And then... Uh, well, I don't know. I wasn't there, but I'm just saying that he was chased into the well, school. Well, I know. Well, that's what that. Well, there's if no they way they were he... chasing him into the school. They would, but they didn't go in after that because uh, he was in there with the kids and the teachers for what, like I think it was like two hours. They could have saved so many of those children if they didn't. Yes, that's if they didn't what let it, them bleed what... out like that. So that was suspicious. And also, he was armed with very expensive uh, armaments and bulletproof vests and things like that that uh, he could not afford. So, like, who was, like, who was funding this? That's that's another weird question. And All right, go ahead. Well, anybody out there that's a parent, I know liberals don't like to have, they're all upset to have um, armed security, but I, I would prefer that. Uh, and if you do prefer that, ask your school if they're doing that, what kind of security they're providing your children or your grandchildren. And if you can homeschool after this, I would say do it. So, all right, um, I, I just wanted to put that out as well, and I thought it was an important point to make. Well, CV, we, we uh, really have been hitting a lot on the topics throughout the past two years, and COVID-19 has certainly been a hot one for us. I've had it. My kids have had it. Brian's had it. Brian's kids, your wife. Uh, we went through it. We all did fine. I never got any of the uh, shots or anything like that. I want to read this from the Daily Caller, and this is a little bit of a, a weird one here. The morbidity, mor- morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. That's a mouthful. Published this week, the agency concluded that as many as one in five Americans could be at risk of developing a form of long COVID, meaning there is some lingering illnesses and conditions that represent that present after recovering from the coronavirus. According to the report, this means mitigation efforts against the virus may continue to be necessary. Implementation of COVID-19 prevention strategies, as well as a routine assessment for post-COVID conditions among persons who survive COVID-19, which I've had, as I said, is critical to reducing the incidence of impact in the post-COVID conditions, particularly among adults age 65 years, the report says, in response to the questions, what are the implications for public health practice? Well, the implications are they're going to come up with this new stupid terminology because of the upcoming elections called long COVID, which is a after effect of what somebody would have if they had COVID. I'll tell you, I had it. I don't have any of that. I have a feeling, CV, that this long COVID is probably going to happen to people that got that damn shot and maybe got the boosters and all that. I think that's where the long COVID is going to come from. God put in human beings a natural immunity system that actually, hold on, 
actually works. You know what? <laughs> the lack of faith Democrats think all God's natural resources mm. are dwindling. They're lacking, uh, including immunity. And uh, and they they want to they want to replace God with themselves. They decide where your rights come from, what your children will learn, who gets to speak, who gets to live, and who doesn't, and where your immunity comes from. And so, that's it. Yeah, and you know they also get to tell you where uh, you can use your bathroom, and even if you have a willy, you can go into the girls' room. And you can accost a, a girl student if you're a boy. This is this is the sickness yeah. that we have. The same people that are doing that, by the way, are making these COVID restrictions. You think about that for a second. They say follow the science. What science do they follow? They don't follow science right. anymore. I mean, maybe they could have said that back in the 60s. You ask a liberal now, how many genders are there? Well, I don't really. It's not for me to say. You know, women, I can't tell you what a woman is, but they can have an abortion all they want. It's not really a child. Oh, it is a child. These people are sick. And the reason is because they're evil. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason that you had uh, you have psychopaths out there taking psychotropic drugs, shooting up children. It's because this country has been flipped on its side. It's the same reason that they rigged an election in order to get out a president who wasn't owned by any political hacks out there and didn't have a bunch of special interest groups pumping a bunch of stuff down your throats. And that's why they took Donald J. Trump out of office. And that's why they went through such great lengths to do exactly what they do. I'll tell you, CV, if Jed Bush had been in office, they wouldn't have done anything because he would have been taking us straight down the path that Joe Biden is right now, the same damn thing. And, and, And this country... I, I really don't think we're going to survive. Uh, if we go through with Joe Bi- Biden through this term and then they put another ding dong in there, because I don't think it's going to be him again, but yeah. we're we're going to be in a bad way. We better we figure already, out. I, don't, we, I know, but no we how better bad figure it gets, out. It could always get worse because we think we're at the bottom of the barrel now. But the, right. the, the, in the Clinton emails that were leaked from WikiLeaks, um, some of her campaign back and forth the emails was talking about how they depend on a malleable, dumbed-down citizenry. And, yeah. and they count on that. They want us to be obsessed with video games and sports and entertainment, and they're, they're uh, encouraging marijuana use. Marijuana is today's Sama, if you ever read A Brave New World. But people forget just what happens, what happened two years ago, three years ago. People used to get the flu. People used to yep. get pneumonia. People used to die from it. And probably at the same scale that people died from COVID for real. But we all know yep. the numbers were inflated because they were counting people who were in car accidents as having COVID if they died from a car accident or a heart attack and they just happened Sky, to have... Skydiving. Yeah. If they Remember just happened to have broken dead traces of the virus in their system because it... It's so the the tests are so zoomed in that that they can actually detect non living uh, virus particles that are not even functional, and they call that COVID. And they even and they even the CDC even admitted that in some states they were counting people who just had the common cold because all coronaviruses 
uh, I mean, colds, flus, and COVID are all coronaviruses. They were counting all coronaviruses as being COVID. And, and yeah, we've, we've, had go, we've had coronaviruses for the longest time. I am. I'm just saying that a as lot of the people... As far back as we know. A lot of the people that got COVID who didn't lose their sense of uh, taste probably or could have possibly just had the common yearly flu. And then and everybody, everybody's freaking out. Everybody's getting hysterical. Now they want to drag it out. And as uh, Naomi Wolf said... That they're gonna actually try to stop the twenty-two midterm elections with some kind oh, you of. You can already see that. With some kind of crisis developing. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, we we gotta get going though. Larry Sharp's on the line with us. Um, just so you guys know, after Larry, we got Steve Elsie on the docket as well, and he's gonna be doing his two segments. Ninety-four nine News Now and stimulating. Freedom on deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Uh, on the line with us right now, he's running in the 2022 governor's race in New York for the Libertarian Party. He's a businessman, a Marine Corps veteran, a teacher, a native New Yorker, and a true leader, Mr. Larry Sharp. Larry, thank you for coming back on the program. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm back at it again. I don't know why I'm punishing myself, but I seem to want to do it. <laughs> See, last time when you came on, we, we, me and my two co-hosts, we all announced that we were going to be supporting you and, and voting for you. Yeah. And a lot of our conservative listeners didn't like it. They said we were throwing away our vote. Yeah. And I told them the Republican candidate was not our guy. Now, when people say that, because you're, you're on the Libertarian ticket, and people are going to say that kind of stuff when you run on that third party. What, do you, what do you say to them? Look, this is what I'll tell you. For everyone who voted and spent their time, money, and energy for the Democrat or the Republican in 2018, what'd you get? You got nothing. Yeah. You got no change. You got no, The Republicans came in second, as always. And where are all those people? They're all gone. But if you spent your time, money, and energy, and your vote on my campaign, I'm still here. I've been crossing the state every single year, going to every single county, still giving ideas to fix this state, still trying to show there's some hope in, in bringing this state back to where it should be. I'm the guy actually making stuff happen. The rest are all gone. I would argue, and I think evidence is there, that that was the only vote that wasn't a wasted vote, was mine. Mine was the one that I'm still here. All the rest are gone. And I'm going to go even further than that. Last time when I was running, I was the only one who wasn't getting a government check. And now when I'm running, I'm the only one not getting a government check. Everybody running is already working for the government already. How's that going to work? Clearly, you're not getting change. If you're happy 
with New York, if you like watching your friends and family leave, if you wa- if you like watching opportunity go away, if you're happy with watching you know everything collapse and people complaining all the time, vote Democrat or Republican. You'll get a Democrat again. That's how it works. Republicans will come in second again, as they have for the last 20 years. I'm not making that up. Republicans have not won a statewide election in this state, anything, senator, governor, lieutenant governor, nothing, in 20 years. And the state is getting bluer, not redder. All the red voters are going to Florida. You watch them go if you're not one of them yourself. <laughs> That's why Florida's a red state now. Because we've exported all our red voters to them. Texas and Florida and North Carolina. You got it. And the Carolinas, they have a special name for us. They're yeah, I know. Halfbacks. Because we went to Florida and came halfway back. <laughs> That's a true story. So if we vote Larry Sharp, that won't happen. But Larry, this it's a little different now. Lee Zeldin... Uh, on the show, we've had we've had Leon not recently. He doesn't call us back anymore. We're too uh, we're too uh, edgy for him, I guess. But you know, Lee Lee's album needs a different type of candidate. Obviously, right now you're not going against uh, King Harad Cuomo, um, so it's a little bit different this time around. What's what's the campaign been like for you now that it you're is, you're rocking and rolling here? It is not different at all. That's that's not true. Lee's going to tell you stuff like as soon as soon as I, you know, I've won in purple districts before. Mm-hmm. New York's not purple. It's blue. This is in purple. He has no chance of victory. It's three to one, almost three to one Democrat to Republican in New York City. It's six to one. If you can't get Democrats to vote for you, you cannot win. Now, my data's in. I've already been in polls. I'm polling about 6% already, and I'm not even officially rocking and rolling yet. Wow. And I'm already polling at 6%. That's now, good. That's yeah, very good. Last time I was polling at nothing. That's how I started last time, polling at zero. Now I'm starting at 6%. That's pretty damn good. And I'm already raising money. And the best part is I now know I have data from the last voting and from the polling. About 25% of the people who support me are registered Democrats. Democrats vote for me because Democrats hate Republicans like Republicans hate Democrats, but neither of them hate Libertarians. That's why I have a chance of winning. But not just that. You know, I'm endorsed. I'm a Libertarian endorsed by the forward party. That's Andrew Yang's party. Yes. So being endorsed by Andrew Yang shows you, anyone who's paying attention, that I'm a crossover candidate who can get the people who are angry Democrats to vote for the reality of it is we have to make a coalition against the establishment. Absolutely. The actual enemy in New York State isn't the average Republican or Democrat. The av- the actual enemy is the establishment. That is what's been screwing us over for 20 years. And we can only make it a coalition against them if we can get left and right people who are pissed off. Even the Democrats aren't happy with what's going on. They just can't stand Republicans. And, and you know, Larry, you're so, and Larry Sharp is on the line with us right now running for the Libertarian Party in 22. And, Larry, you're so right. I mean, this, for the most part, all of us on the show, all the hosts, we're, we, were, we were pro-Trump. Uh, we uh, don't like overreach of government. Yep. And uh, we, and we, we don't like higher taxes. We don't like yep. what's going on with all the mandates. We don't like being told yep. what to do. We yep. don't like being told who to vote for. And we don't like being told what to eat, what to drink, and how much we can eat and drink. And yep. we like to we like to live free. What I see when I go on to your social media, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, or wherever, 
you do have a lot of grassroots followers that are coming from both sides because I see both conservatives and liberals inside there talking amongst each other and agreeing before they find out that they're both from other sides. They could find out that they're actually agreeing with one another and they can get behind Larry Sharp. Well, the biggest thing I have is this is going to sound crazy. I respect all the sides. I want you to do you, whether I agree or not. Now, some people on the right don't like the fact that I'm pro-cannabis. Now, I don't smoke cannabis. It's not what I'm, I'm the squarest guy in the room. Only people who got me beat are Mormons. That's it, because I can talk. <laughs> That's it. I don't even, I don't drink, I don't smoke nothing. But if you want to use cannabis, go on with your bad self. Amen. Your life. Do your thing, even though I disagree. Yep. I don't own a firearm. I live in New York City, so there's no way I can own a firearm. I go to jail. But if you want to own a firearm... <laughs> Own a firearm, man. Who am I? You do you. And that's when people go, you know what? He's right. What most people in New York State want is to be left alone. And I want to make that happen. You do you. Let the people in Brooklyn be the people in Brooklyn. The people in Broome County be Broome County. Let people be who they want to be. And the more we do that and have more localized government to where the state government is doing one important thing, protecting the individual rights against the local bully. Amen. There will always be a local bully, but the government should be not enforcing the bully's rules, but instead defending your rights against that bully. That's the key. Larry Sharp on the line with us. Larry, we're heard in Long Island. Are you making any appearances throughout Long Island? What's going on with that? What's your, you know, what are your campaign stops right now? How is it getting? I, I know that it's going to get heavy for you uh, right now. How's it going out there? Any appearances out with us on on Long Island? I go to every single county, all 62, every single year, and I've been doing so for five years. So, absolutely, of course, I'll be out there. Right now, I'm actually not going to be out in the uh, in Long Island for the next week or so because I'm focusing heavily on one thing. I am focusing he- heavily on getting on the ballot with petitions. So I'm focusing on petitions. After that, I'll be heading out to Long Island, of course. I actually, I don't know if you know, I actually graduated at Central High School. Oh, really? Yep, absolutely. I was raised in the Bronx as a little kid. And then as a teenager, um, I actually graduated out of Central High School. That's where I met my wife. You're going to think I'm bougie. You know where I grew up? It's Southampton. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. We used to ride our bikes out, out there when I was in high school and be mad at you guys. A mariner, yeah. So, you know, it, it is Memorial Day weekend, and, and uh, we always remember that. I also want to thank you for your service uh, as a Marine Corps veteran. Uh, thank you for your service very much. And I would like you to be able to tell everybody where they go out and how to support you and how to donate. Look, if you want to make sure that the same old thing doesn't happen, you got to stop voting the same way. I know some might say, well, I got to vote to make sure, you know, that, that my Republican does well, my Democrat does well. There's only two options. One, the Democrat wins again, as they've won for 20 years. It's option one. Option two, an outsider wins. And an outsider wins if enough Democrats realize my God, Hochul's terrible. Let me vote for Libertarian because I don't want to vote for Republicans. And if Republicans say, you know what, my guys can't come in, can't win, can't win, and it's going to come in second again. Let me try to get this guy in. If I come in first, it changes the entire nation overnight. New York goes from blue to gold. The entire nation has changed. Changed. But even if I come in second, it still changes the country. It changes the state. The state becomes an actual multi-party democracy. Right now, it's a single-party democracy. It becomes a multi-party democracy so we can actually have a coalition against the establishment and change this state. 
To do that, you got to go to LarrySharp.com, volunteer, donate, share, share, share. I'm on all the internet things, all the interweb stuff. Doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Just put in Larry Sharp. I'm there from TikTok to YouTube to MeWe to Parler to Facebook to Twitter, all of them. Comb it over, Larry. And listen, man, I am supporting you. And when you come out to Long Island, we'll see if Freedom on Deck can get down there and, and uh, rock and roll with Larry Sharp. And we, we absolutely appreciate you coming on the program. Okay, Larry, thank you very much. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, Fox News Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Make sure you go to freedomondeck.com and check out everything we have to offer for you there. On the line with us right now is singer-songwriter, guitarist extraordinaire. He's Emmy-nominated, award-winning artist. With his latest album titled Nutmegger with singles Yellow and Green, Only One You, Silly Words, and Daffodil Girl from the Steve Elsie and Friends Band. Steve Elsie. Steve, I'm glad to have you on the program, man. Hey, Chet. Nice to speak with you, and I'm happy to be on as well. Thanks a bunch. So it's Steve Elsie and Friends. Uh, It's family music that you guys do. Obviously, the tragedy that took place in Texas probably uh, hurt you just as much as it it hurt anybody else to see what's going on in this country right now is, is certainly a worry. Any... Any words of it, uh, solemn words for the listening audience? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it's a complete travesty, and and uh, and yeah, you know, performing for schools all the time, uh, you know, and and seeing how they operate, and uh, seeing how you know how sort of liquid kids can be as they come in and out of classrooms and in and out of the building for recess and this and that and the other thing you don't think much of it, especially in a happy day when I'm performing because everybody's having fun. Right. Yep. Um, but now that you, you know, in, in the events that transpired recently and, and you think, boy, at any given point, at any given point in what I'm there and any there and all this, when all this movement, these, these classes change the outside, they're inside. It's like at any moment, any of them could be targets. It's just from anywhere, right? From within, from outside. Absolutely. My God, if you, if, if you go outside, I don't know why, you know, you can just wait till kids go outside and sit in the, in the, the field right next to a school and, and you, could, you could have had the same effect. You don't even have to go in, right? That's a good it's point. Like, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, you know, so, so it's, it's so um, saddening, sad for me. To just to see this and to know the the workings. My wife is a school teacher, okay. So it's it's um it's very uh it's hard to watch. It's hard to um to really wrap your mind around a the evil 
that's involved in it, right? Yes. Um, it's just in how somebody could 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 do something so let's just say it so evil. Yes. Um, and then and then you know at the same time you you're you're you know knowing how how the school operates, being in the school system in 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 some capacity myself and my wife. I mean, these people are are these people work really hard, right? These teachers have enough on their plates um, all the time, learning all the new programs, teaching kids that are that some may be unruly, some may be perfect. It's just it's a mix of what you get, and just and and to to really to really put this on top of of all of them that they one more thing that they have to worry about in their in their day is just absolutely off the charts. It's like, I, 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 I can't even begin to like describe an, uh, the sorrow. And, that, and, uh, that I, you know, and also know. let's get together. Let's stop being political about this. These are children's lives that we're losing. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I was listening, I was listening to, uh, to Lee show this morning. And yeah. I forget who was on. He's a, he's a former police guy. I forget his name. Um, yeah. But anyway, I know what you're uh, talking about. It, yeah, and, and he he was one, and, and he was saying it's like a sinking boat, right? There there are, there are many holes going on in the system, and everything's coming yeah. through. And, and and I and I and Lee agreed with, him, and I agree with that notion too. My my whole thing that I think is, I think at this point, at this point, every hole on this boat, that, uh, using his uh, analogy there, yeah, um, should be plugged with everything we can yes. do. Everything. I, I mean, agree. Whether it's whether whether it's you know look at the mental illness component of it. Okay, plug that hole. How about some restrictions on some of the the the, the rifles? And I I say plug it all. And then when you say it doesn't work a year down the road, I'm fine with that. But until then, prove me wrong. And let's oh, and let and let's be able to talk about both of those things and the other things and talk to the kids and make sure they are ready to go back. And that's the the most important thing. Now speaking of kids and um. I want to get off the the, the shooting sure. because I have a lot of questions for you about your music career. I wanted to start out, <laughs> Steve. I wanted to start out by asking you what it was like growing up in the Elsie household, because you and your brother both ended up using your talents to create a career in both music and broadcasting. And obviously, your brother yeah. was a baseball player first. Um, what was that like? Were you guys always involved with the arts? Um. So. Early on, it was really all sports. Early okay. On. As a matter of matter of fact, I I didn't uh, really pick up. You know, in grade school, I started to play drums, but I didn't I didn't get the bug for music until junior high school. Okay. 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 And and I can tell you this, and this is this is uh, this is the inner story of of uh, secrets of my brother that everyone's gonna want to hear, is that you know as kids we would play right, and and I would just play. You know, I, I just just play as any kid would, but he would sit around with little army men figurines, and he would like narrate like <laughs> this entire battle, right? <laughs> like like on the radio, like like as, like a radio broadcast of a battle happening. Now, oh, I I didn't realize then what the hell was going on, but like, oh. but he was he was. He was doing this, and I remember to this day, and why it stands out, because look where he's doing now, right? Yeah. He's on the air, he's all this, and and that was it was already shining through clearly for him. For me, 
um, it really didn't come through. Uh, it, the bug started to hit me when I picked up the guitar as about, I don't know, 12 years old or so. Yeah. And, uh, and I just fell in love with the instrument. And I, I started on drums, and I still play drums. Um, um, but, but I fell in love with the guitar and the ability to create with the guitar. It's funny. You know, right off the bat for me at 12 years old, I, I didn't, uh, you know, of course you learn songs when you're learning an instrument. When you learn instruments, you know, you kind of just, you start learning songs and that's how you sure. get better. Yep. But right off the bat for me, I, I, I wanted to write songs. Like, like learning them was, was, was what I sort of had to do to, to be able, it was like an ends to me, to the, to the means, because I wanted to, I wanted to write, and in order to write, I needed to learn at least a little bit of how to play, right? Sure. So, so I would, so I would force myself to learn the songs that everybody was learning at the time, but really, in my mind, you know, they were happy to play them, all my friends and, and, and bandmates. But I wanted to, I wanted to learn the makings of of the song. What made it a song? What is a chorus? What is a verse? What is a bridge? How does it work together? And 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 I always just and I've, you know, I, I just wanted to create my own music. Um, and that it's it's I got to tell you it's it's a uh, you know writing music is a a continual learning process because you never really know how it happens or or why it happens right so so now at this point in my life you know I'm putting out albums and I can you know you just sort of as you get better with it like anything else you know what's good or bad or what's happening or what's not anyway um but back back long ago it's like it was just trial and error right you just had to write bad song after bad song after bad song because the one breakthrough you have that gives you the good song yeah. that's where the huge growth that's where that growth comes into play and so and, you know, over the past, over the years, I've just been writing and writing and, and, and you know, this is if I finally sort of found what I do and I've transferred, you know, at first, as we all do, you know, we start out. I, I didn't certainly didn't start out thinking I was going to be a, a, a children's artist or a or a family musician, family musician. Um, right. So, <laughs> so, you know, I, I was in rock bands like we all were. Right. And I was writing rock music and all this kind of stuff. So. Um, and that's you know, in, and that's in your music. First, uh, Steve Elsie from Steve Elsie and Friends on the Line. New the new album's Nutmegger, and we'll let everybody yeah, know about that. We'll talk about that in a little bit in the second segment with the new album. Who was your first influence? Where you're like, man, I want to do that. <laughs> right. So, so I went to the police, and then ultimately my favorite into Sting because you know for is you know I I. I, I Oh yeah. I love the police and I love the rock and roll, but I loved how Sting would take all of the elements and put it together. And that idea is what I have to do for family music, right? I have to take rock music and children's music and all these types of music and put it together and, and deliver it in a way that kids can understand. So I feel that that uh, those those were th that he they he was my Sting is my biggest influence uh, music wise. Um, but that's but that's. You know, he, I, 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 I sort of grew with him. He was the police, rock and roll, three chords and the truth. Yep. Steve Elsie is with us. Don't go anywhere. 94.9 News Down. And stimulating talk with Steve Elsie. The album is Nutmegger. Come on back.
right, we're back with Steve Elsie. Steve, it was great talking to you about your influences, and, and I think I kind of pinned up, and I was thinking about a little bit of the clash, too, with the outro song that Lee does on his show. <laughs> so I kind of caught on that, too. But the new album, it's a little different than the other ones, but it still sounds really great. And um, it's got kind of a a, uh, a fresh new sound to it, I would say. It's a little cleaner. And I, I don't, you know, yeah. I mean that it, it has a new kind of sound to it. What was the influence behind all these singles? Because they're all really good. I really like Only One You, of course. Silly Words is a great song, too. Uh, and Yellow and Green. Yellow and Green's a great song as well. And and the album looks great. It's a beautiful looking album cover. What was your inspiration on this one, Steve? So so the the first single, uh, Daffodil Girl. So this album was built, you know, you know, all these albums that they start with a kernel of an idea, right? And it yep. sort of just grows. That's how this works. So I'm on Facebook one day and uh Tim Cook, who used to be the photographer of the day paper, now he's at uh I think NFA and he's the media media uh, guru there. He's a photographer, videographer. Anyway, I'm friends with him on Facebook, known him for years. And he posts this picture of his daughters or, and, and, and there it's like, you know, he's an, he's an artist photographer. Very good. And this picture is this of his daughter who's very young and she's dancing through da- daffodils. Like, like just it's magic. Right. And, yeah. and I just like, wow, wow. Daffodil girl. That's it. And literally, Literally, that kernel of an idea started the the explosion of music, which turned into to Nutmegger. Um, so, and and what made this album a little bit different to make uh, is technology. Look, nowadays, uh, you know, with the right technology, and I. So, what what the way this works now? This is the new album. Is I have a a core of a recording studio at my house, right? Okay. So I will take some of the ideas and I will build the foundations of these songs in my house. Now this is brand new, right? Yep. So I build the foundations and then we take the foundations to a larger studio. Uh, my producer Dave Tuzia in Ledger, an amazing, amazing uh, engineer and producer. Um, so I take it to him, and in his full-blown studio, he blows up. In, in, in another word, just just like expands on what uh, on what I've done in my little studio. So, so the difference now is it starts out. It's for starters, it's mostly all me, right? So I I, I will I will do all the parts, and if I can't do it, I bring in some of my keyboard players that I do live, like like Terry or or Sean Fake, and and these are drummers, and he's a drummer, and so sometimes. I bring in folks if I want a specific sound, but in sound, but in general, I can do it at my house, and I could get it to the to the exact form that I want it, which is brand new. Um, and so, so this is so most there, mostly you on the album. It's mostly you playing. Oh wow, okay. Because I know you tour with the band, though, right? I mean, you tour with the band, right. but we, we, yeah. But th- this okay. particular time, we're we're not. This particular time, I'm doing uh, I'm doing backing tracks. Okay. So I, it's literally the album, and it, I take out the vocals, and Casey O'Neill and Michelle O'Neill come out with me, and we, uh, and we, you know, they provide movements for the for the for the kids' activities as for the over the over the songs. Okay. Um, it's just it's just a little different, and and part of the reason is. This was written and recorded during COVID. Okay. Sure. So the COVID rockdown, as I call it. But, um, yeah. And so because of that, there was no band practice. Right, 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 right. Yep. So, so the app gets, gets finished. And now that we're coming out of COVID, right. And all this, 
and I'm ready to go. But the band <laughs> has no idea, right? They just have no idea what this what this is all about. So this is sort of a, a the way I have to do it this go around because it's just you know that the, we've had issues with you know practices because of the COVID thing. So this is just my way of getting out there right now. And it must have, did you like that change? Was there anything about it that you liked? I mean, I know, obviously, you know, the whole, everything with COVID wasn't fun, but was there a part of it that you said to yourself, I could do this? Well, well, it is. Yes. And and here's what I liked. Here's what I liked about it. You know, when you you play with other musicians and and you kind of, you play and then they play their part and, you know, they play it to the best of the ability and you, and you kind of have like this band uh, awareness, band uh, judge and jury. How was that take? Was it good? Do we like it? Do we want to do it again? Whatever it is, you know, so, um, and so when I'm doing it myself, there's, 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 I don't have to deliberate any kind of a, a is it good or bad? I get it to the exact way I want it. And right. Then I go with it. Right. So judge, so jury and executioner. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so it's a little bit liberating to just go, you know what, I'm going to get this right until if it takes me all night, mm. rather than, hey, you got to do it in three takes because, you know, time is money kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so so that part of it, um, I do like quite a bit. It gives me uh, latitude to really just, it's, it's really game-changing uh, uh, time that I have now to really make the songs to the best that they can be. And I think COVID kind of, you know, with us, with the three O's on our show, we were doing, and we still do, we do it each from our own studios now. And you know what? I kind of like it. I like being away from the guys. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, yeah. if we get in a fight, which is known to happen, you know, we're not at each other grabbing each other. So there's kind of like, yeah. um, I think that's kind of a takeaway. Um, the album is awesome, dude. I wish you all the success in the world. I know you're out there doing shows. I know you got a few coming up. But I want everybody yeah. to know where they go to support you. I, I see you're all over the place with Apple Music and Spotify and, and all that. Yeah. But could you give your site and then where they should go to get the album and the sing in the singles, Steve? Sure. So so obviously uh That'll take you to our website there and you could check out uh um, what's happening and there's some videos up there and and there's a brand new video for yellow and green that'll be dropping uh, any day to be cool. honest with you. Um, so you, so you can look for that, but, and then beyond that, you know, the new, the, the, the new fangled music industry here is, has it. So it's all, it's all streams and playlists and this sort of thing. So there, the physical copies of the album are very few. Yeah. I've sold about, uh, 250 to local schools, but beyond that, it's not like I bring them to shows because most cars and people don't even have seats. C- it's changed. It's changed. Yes. Yeah. The kids that I perform for, they, they don't have CD players. So, right. so unfortunately, where to tell you to go is to go to Apple Music, Steve Elsie and Friends, Spotify, Steve Elsie and Friends, or any of these or any of the other sites of uh, Amazon, all that stuff. Um, and that's, you just type in the name and, and, uh, and there you go. And that's just like anything else, just like any other artist. That's just how it is, man. Steve, thank you so very much, man. It was a great, and thank you for the two segments. We wish you all the luck in the world with this new album. We're going to go out with yellow and green, and we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you very much, brother. Hey, thank you, Chet. One day we'll have to jam together. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody, that was...
Steve Elsie from Steve Elsie and Friends. Make sure you go and check that out on Apple Apple Tunes and also go check it out on Spotify and, and anywhere else you can go, his website, and give him some support, man. These guys are doing good stuff. This is for the kids, and it's for the adults, too. It's family music, man, family music. Don't go anywhere. Come back. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. I live in a world where everything is yellow and green. The earth and sky, my toys, the submarines, yeah. Woo. All my friends are here and dancing with me. We all play in my world of yellow and green. My world, my world, yellow and green. My world, my world, yellow and green. My world. Just are not what they seem What's up is down, what's in is out The truth lies somewhere in between, yeah Day is night, night is day What does it all mean? The games we play in my world Of yellow and green My world, my world Yellow and green My world, my world Yellow and green My world, my world Lemonade and ice cream Oh, yellow and green Rainbows and daydreams Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Make sure you go to freedomondeck.com, check out all our backtracks, of course, our contributors, and some of the artwork that CB does that's absolutely awesome, and some of our great regulars, including Paul Sutliff himself. Now, you might want to go check out the Sutliffian uh, report on Blogspot, also his workings inside Civilization Jihad, awareness the several books that he has there's just so much out and i think one of the great ways to support paul is to go get one of his books and support him that way paul thank you for coming back on the program last week we really kind of touched on some things that were uh very important but i wanted to ask about kathy barnett she's running in pennsylvania right now and uh she put out a few tweets that some of the Democrats in PA and throughout media, uh, New York Times, and also 
uh, Dr. Oz, who's running himself and has the backing of Trump, have all said is anti-Islamic. Now, the tweets that she put out there, they can be read in their own way here. And most of it, from what I can read, uh, it doesn't sound like she's lying. Uh, it, it sounds like there's definitely... Uh, a lot of truth in what she's saying, but she's being attacked over this. Now, it's by Dr. Oz, who, again, like I said, is being supported by President Trump. What do you make of all this? Uh, should she be getting attacked like this? And is she telling the truth in these tweets? Well, let's let's look at one of the tweets. It says, uh, one of the tweets is pedophilia is a cornerstone of Islam. That, that comes from something she said in 2015 in a tweet. Well, let's find out if that's true, because the the person she's referring to is Aisha. Yes. Uh, the, the the quote child bride of uh, Muhammad. So what does Aisha herself say? Uh, according now, if, if a hadith is Sahih, that means it's you know everybody thinks it's accurate um, of Islam. So what does she say? In, in Sahih Muslim, uh, this is book sixteen, hadith eighty three. Aisha herself says, um, Aisha it says Aisha reported that Allah's apostle married her when she was seven years old and he was taken to his and, and was to, he, she was taken to his house as a bride when she was nine and her dolls were with her that indicates she was prepubescent mm-hmm. because uh, you're not allowed in Islam in under that culture you're not allowed to play with dolls on when you have your first period okay and uh, and so and when he the holy prophet quote died she was 18 years old so they they were married at the, he married her at the age of six and bedded her at the age of nine is what that's saying and she was prepubescent. Here's another passage. This comes from Sahih Al Bukhari 51 34. Um, narrated Aisha that the prophet married her when she was six years old and he consummated his marriage when she was nine years old. Hisham said I've been informed that Aisha remained with the prophet for nine years till his death and she would be nine plus nine is eighteen. So it backs it's backed up. Um, and what does this guy want? Uh, Oz, he, he basically wants her to shut up. He, he made statements condemning her, um, saying that, you know, he's, she's condemning all of Islam and that's wrong. No, um, he's, he's made quick statements. Uh, he does not believe in freedom of speech. He, this is a, a man with a Turkish military background yep. who really wants to defend Islam by saying you shouldn't have freedom of speech to, con- to tell the truth about Islam. And he's a, you know, that's, he calls himself a moderate, but I mean, as I keep saying, there's no such thing as moderate Islam because, and he's just proving it here. Yeah. And 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 the thing I think you, and I think you would agree, Paul, that the the thing for him to do, if he was truly uh, moderate and wanted to have the discussion with her is to, to sit down in a debate style and speak with one another and talk about what we're talking about right now. And that's not what's going on here. They're attacking her. And I think it's unfair. Well, he didn't, I mean, he says he, he wants to have a discussion with her, but I, I challenge him to actually, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to have a discussion with this on with him. He wouldn't uh, do it. Does he really <laughs> believe, does he really believe that the Hadiths are wrong? I mean, he'd have to come out and condemn them. And then if he, he and he can't do that because doing that and calling himself Muslim in a public forum, even if he's here as an American, would put a public state uh, accusation of him being an apostate. And he can't do that. He keeps calling himself moderate. And, you know, if you ask any Muslim and in, 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 even in the United States, if you're a moderate and 
they will tell you there's no such thing as modern Islam. I right. can't tell you how many Muslims I've talked to, and they all think it's an you know an axi- the concept is oxymoron. You either believe or you don't. <laughs> and right. That's how they? I mean, they that's how they believe, and you know I I get that, but that's this is the issue. Um, when you don't allow someone to, I mean, this is what he's doing. He's trying to shut her up. Yes. Because if you start to talk about Muhammad and his and his love affair with a nine-year-old girl, I shouldn't say love affair. He was married to her. Um, and this is how the the second caliph got his. He, I mean, the, the first caliph, I should say, Abu Bakr got his position. It's because he was the father of the child bride. <laughs> It's disgusting. I mean, it's gross. Yes. I mean, like the and yeah. you know, and, and I understand this was another time and this point is what Islamic earth. scholars state. I mean, it's not just me saying that. Islamic scholars will state the reason Abu Bakr became the caliph was because he was the father of the child bride. And they don't want to talk about that. Like, if you brought that to Doctor Oz, he would totally shoo shoo it down. He wouldn't want to talk about it at all. And the the point is that these points are all in the Quran. I mean, this is this is easy well, stuff. Yeah, well, these are in the, not not just in the they're they're in uh, hadith mostly, and um, but there there are yeah, passages the hadith, in the yeah. Quran as well. Yeah, yeah. So this is the other thing. He's he's again being my big concern. Also, is that this is a man who has a military background in a foreign country, and yeah. he wants to represent this country. He actually went and voted in the last Turkish election. Really. Their presidential election, yes. Now, he's been here since 2000. I know he's had the show since 2004, so I'm, I'm figuring he's been here since at least 2004. So he has dual citizenship. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, yeah, yes. th- and, and I mean, t- Turkey right now, Turkey, Turkey's not a good place. I mean, we, we you know, Erdogan and all that, that's, that's some bad stuff right there. I mean, uh, yeah, I didn't know all this about Dr. Oz. I knew he was Turkish, but I, I wasn't aware of all this. This is scary stuff for this guy. I just found something with him. Uh, there's a YouTube video with him um, talking about his Turkish Muslim roots, and he starts to brag about his military time in the Turkish army. You know, And like, oh, I mean, <laughs> that's where I st- – all the lights – I mean, it's bad enough mm-hmm. he's, he's trying to deny people freedom of speech – as a candidate, I mean, that, that, that says a lot. Okay, so if you think uh, <laughs> that Omar, uh, Representative Omar, is bad, this guy's running for president, and he's already stating you can't have your freedom of speech. Ilhan Omar wasn't that stupid. <laughs> wow, that's that's a big statement to make. And I mean, it, and and the scary thing is on the Republican side of the ticket and people need to start opening their eyes. It doesn't it's not about it that. Doesn't it doesn't matter. What no, it part, doesn't. This is, this is all about there's the, the, the beliefs of Islam is what it comes down to. Is there such a thing, such an animal as moderate Islam? And the actual truth is no. Are they allowed to practice Islam as they want to here? Well, as long as they don't go out and commit acts of jihad. Now, uh, this would be acts of jihad in the third level of jihad. They're not allowed to commit. But they are allowed to commit the first one, which is holding hatred in their heart towards non-Muslims. And the second one is using deceit and words to, to get people to be submissive to Islam, to be more accepting of, of the concepts of Sharia. This is a guy who comes out and says he doesn't want Sharia, yet the first thing he does when he's running for office 
is he proclaims the he's in in telling her this woman to shut up basically by condemning her for quote Islamophobia, which is a Muslim Brotherhood made up word, International Institute of Islamic Thought for that word. They created it for that whole purpose. That's the part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Why he's running on a Republican ticket makes no sense. Democrats have no problem with trying to take away your freedom of speech. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Republicans Believe should me. know better, and and this is the concept that's. That, that's out. It, I think they should know better. That's that's how I look. At it. I do too. And the thing that I'm kind of disturbing me a little bit is I don't really see too many people backing her or defending her. Uh, and I'm not saying that they have to jump to her aid because certainly anybody that's in office or anybody that holds a position, I don't expect well, them to have wrote, to go out and defend everybody. In 2015. So I know, and yeah, that's the so, thing. So, so, I mean, when you when you do research and you discover something, okay, that's not five years ago. No. Uh, no, right. we're talking seven years ago. So now you, you might have to go back and look things up. Um, you know, it's easier for me. I, I've re- recently written lease on uh, this is where the cool thing is where things are translated and they're online. Yeah. All you have to do is go to, you know, the Islamic Hadith and you can type in Aisha and you can type in the number nine. <laughs> and you'll see all these Hadiths that'll pop up yeah. in my books. Okay, Paul, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, God bless. God bless. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot more show to go. FOD, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. It's been a little while. So we've got the next gentleman on the program, but it's my main man, Swoop, host of Swoop's World. Swoop, how you doing, my man? Doing great, and glad to talk to you, brother. So let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about these shootings. The other shows throughout the dials are all making this kind of political, in a way, uh, hateful act by conservatives, which is the... the when these things happen, uh, and you're right about that, but we... Here's a kid who apparently they, they've known uh, or had uh, yes. details on him for, yes. for a number of years. I guess he had, had trouble at school for some uh, things. He used to wear weird uh, hazmat suits to school. I mean, the, the kid's got some mental issues. Right. And, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's been long documented. Uh, that's one thing. The second thing is, is that you mentioned uh, I agree with is um, – the politic, the, you know, the, the way they politicize this, this situation, horrible situation, horrible situation. Yeah. And what what the left tends to do, and they don't do it, 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 it has to fit their uh, their narrative. When it's a white kid doing doing bad things, then he's a white supremacist. The, the biggest thing we got in the world is white supremacy. Uh, it's all it's all because of the right and blah 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 blah. And you talk about his manifesto. His manifesto reads just crazy i mean you could it's insane you, no matter no matter what side of the aisle you're on you could say well that's that's because he's a leftist that's because right. he's a, a far right person the, the kid has severe mental issues uh doesn't take away from what he did what he did was horrible but what, what else is horrible is how the left tends to take these things like okay for instance 
uh, a few months ago, uh, some black guy drove through uh, the Christmas. Parade. Yeah, people have been bringing that up too. And he said he was right. out to kill, and he's at, he's a Louis Farrakhan uh, follower, right. and he was out to kill white people. But they didn't right. say anything they, about him. They don't. The president doesn't show up out there. Uh, it drops off the, the news cycle relatively quickly. Uh, you had a, kid, a, a black guy shot up a, a, something in New York in the, in the subway. In the subway, yep. Yeah, you know that uh, that kind of drops off the news cycle uh, quickly because it doesn't fit their narrative. What they like to do is keep us divided, specifically by race, and and and, and we talk about you know in a midterm year uh, things like this are going to pop up and they're going to try to take full advantage of it, and it really takes away from the, the, the misery that the families have gone through, uh, and, and 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 all the things that people who love the loved ones of these, of these people that that, that died. And it doesn't cast a shadow on the entire country, but they want it to. They want to keep us divided. They want to keep us divided by race. And they want to, they want to take this house on it and, and push an agenda. And that's what's that, that, you know, as disgusting as the acts are, as disgusting as the acts are. And I'm not taking away from that. No. But one of the most disgusting things about the, 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 the aftermath is politicians trying to use this to gain ground, uh, um, you know, and, and to push an agenda, you know, give the people time to mourn. And, and, and then if we, and we can discuss things. We can discuss what caused these things and we can discuss where it comes from. But don't lie to the people. Don't lie to people. Don't say that this hap- this is happening because of Tucker Carlson or this is happening because of this. Part. You know, you notice, do, do you always notice, though, that's that's the left's go-to thing when yeah. when, when it fits Fox, them, when they Fox fits News. Them, yeah, it's it, that, <laughs> it's always when it, when Fox it, News. Yeah, when on the flip side, what is it? They don't say anything about you know nobody nobody caused this person to do that or you know that, that, no 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 uh, all the misinformation that comes out across the, you know MSNBC and CNN and and the talk and the view and things like that that never pops up as you know as being the cause of some of these things and it's a good point swoop from swoop's world on the line with us right now swoop you know i, I was speaking to our morning guy the other day is the day after it happened and, and i brought up the guy that shot steve scalise uh this guy yeah. an, an older guy he goes to the baseball field he asks if they're the republicans on the field so he shoots steve scalise and and, and attempting to shoot everybody and i said yeah. I said, well, he, I said, here's the truth. He worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign, but on my show, I didn't blame Bernie Sanders. I did, I did explain that this guy worked for his campaign, but I didn't say the blood was on Bernie Sanders' hands because that would be a stupid thing to say. But guess what Bernie Sanders does when this happens? Yeah. (laughs) The exact opposite thing. And I know it happens on both sides, Keith. But we need to be able to say, look, man, this isn't political. This is something that's horrible. This is a bad atrocity, and we all have to come together and try to at least figure this damn thing out. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Our lax laws in New York did, do not help situations like this. And, and every, well, if somebody wants to go out and shoot everybody, they're going to find a way to do it. Not if you lock them up for a long time, they won't. Well, not only that, not only that, I believe that uh, in his manifesto, he, he picked where he picked because he knew people weren't going to be armed. Um, yes. Well, you know, this is this is the thing, you know, they, they want to make this about the guns. They want to make this about the Second Amendment. The bottom line is, is if, uh, you know, you get rid of these uh, gun free zones, because when you have gun free zones, only people that have guns there are the criminals. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, you, yeah, you they don't the turn around and say, oh, we got to get out of here. It's a gun free zone. Right. Right. <laughs> he, 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 I know he, he, you know, he came. 
you know, armored up. He, you know, had body armor and, and, and ballistic yeah. helmet on. But you know what? You had that. You had the retired cop, the, uh, the 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 security guard there, that engaged him, which probably saved more lives. And, yes. You know, and, and and the same thing with you know we talk about uh, there's a shooting in in California. Um, over the weekend at a church. Yes. And, 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 and you know, that, that, that doesn't fit their narrative, so that's going to drop off the news cycle. Oh, especially since he was out. a Chinese national. I mean, it, you think Joe right. Biden's going to come out against a Chinese national? <laughs> no <laughs> way. Not a, Not a chance. But you know what? One, 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 one of the parishioners there, a doctor who got killed, uh, he tackled him. You know, yeah. He tackled him, and the rest of the uh, per, uh, parishioners were able to... Uh, Get the guns away from them in hot time. I think people are fed up with this kind of stuff, and you're going to see more people. Just like after after 9/11, you know, uh, any incidents on planes after 9/11, even the guys that that the, the I guess it was the Pennsylvania plane, you yep. know, they, they they actually charged the cockpit. You know, people have probably had enough a lot of this stuff, uh, and you know, these guys are not uh, indicative of half the half the country, uh, like the, the president wants you to believe. These are uh, crazy. People with mental issues that kind of do these things. There's no big mass uh, organization that's that's leading them to it. And I think you're going to see in any instance of anything that pops up like that, people are going to get engaged and try to stop it because we're, we're, we've pretty much had enough of this kind of stuff. I think when you see a young 19-year-old buying Kevlar and putting out posts like on a, a weekly basis about killing minorities and, and purchasing ammunition and all, you know, I think that that should kind of raise a flag to say, we got to go get this kid and figure out what he's planning. And they didn't do that. Right. And, and he released after 72 hours, you know, and, 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 and swoop, these kids, these kids are on the screens. They're taking these psychotropic drugs. This stuff all contributes to this, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we want to, we want, we don't want our kids going down this road. We don't want anybody going down this road. We, no. we want to stop. We want to stop before it happens and we want to you know kind of change people's uh, uh thought processes regarding these things but when you have the uh the president and a bunch of politicians that would jump up after the stuff and and tell uh you know half the country you're you're evil and you're this and you're that um we don't move forward we don't move forward no and sense. it's going to create more of this yeah that's absolutely. all it's going to do and it's yeah. sad it really is it is. It's heartbreaking when you when you hear when you get the you know, start getting the news alerts on your on your phone or your your TV or computer and yeah. throughout the day and you and you hear about things like this. You know, it's just it's just sad. I know. I mean, it just makes you want to detach and just turn the phone off sometimes. And, and uh, that's the way I've been hear, feeling. Oh yeah, and I heard somebody say something the other day, and it's true. I mean, the first the moment you hear about it, you go, okay, what what's the nationality or what's the color of the shooter? Because then we know what the news cycle is going to be like. For the next <laughs> That's <time>. so true. <laughs> that is so true. It is. It really is. Yeah, it, so it's, it's... Uh, we got a lot of work to do, Chad. And, and, we, and, and we, we need to have a lot of work to do with our media and with our politicians and, and, and with our, our individuals that are having uh, serious mental issues. Well, let's just keep doing the same work we do here, my man. And every time you come on, it's a pleasure. And Swoops World, tell everybody where they can check you out, Swoop. Swoopsworld.com, or yeah, you can check us out on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram, social things like that. And 
you know, we uh, we love coming on here and, and, and talking to you, Chad. And thanks for having us on. I appreciate you, man. And that's the bottom line, because Swoops World said so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you later, my man. All right, man. God bless. God bless. Everybody, that was a wonderful Swoop from Swoops World. Keith Lewis, make sure you go check out Swoops World. He's one of the best, one of our favorite all-time guests. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more show to go. And don't forget, Larry Sharp libertarian candidate my man in new york when we come back with him he's trying to get back on the ticket they're trying to stop him just stifling from the republicans and the democrats and we won't take it Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. Hope everybody enjoyed all those interviews. We're back here, me and CV. Of course, we always want to remember all the people that sacrificed their great lives. And make sure that you fight for your country in any way that you can. That's what we do here uh, every Saturday, CV. So, so this is what happened. Roku was running 2,000 mules. Of course, they pulled it. So I'm saying to myself, I knew they were going to do that. So, as an idiot, I probably should have just went to Dinesh D'Souza's site. But instead, I said, let me just go to Amazon and let me grab the DVD. 30 bucks, you know, all intents and purposes with the taxes. So, I ordered my DVD. I'm waiting. I'm saying to myself, man, this is, uh, this is like cutting it close here. Usually, it doesn't come the day of. Usually, my Amazon order, it comes like the day before. They always give you that day grace, and it hadn't done that. Right. So I go, and I start looking around, and what would you know? I get an alert from the seller. Your your package has been uh, delayed. So I'm saying, okay, oh, look, isn't that convenient? Here it is. Then I get a second notice that same day, a few hours later, my package had been lost. Oh, no. So I'm saying, you know, and, I, and I've and i never had this. Actually, I, I have had it happen one time before, and it was during Christmas, and it was for Tristan's laptop. But this had never happened to me, especially with a small item like this. So I contacted the seller. Uh, they were able to trace it, and then they got it to me. But I had to go through hoops to get this DVD. The DVD comes in. I watch it. I saw the whole thing. And um, I got to tell you, man, I knew it was bad. And I knew it was pretty rough what those dirt bags did, but the rigging they did to this past election, if you can watch this DVD, if you can watch this movie, if you support Dinesh D'Souza and actually see what actually happened and what transpired, there's no way any sensible person, whether you like Trump or not, can watch that and not say to themselves, they rigged the election. It's that simple. Yeah, this movie, 2,000 Mules, 
had much more impact or is having much more impact than the movie Rigged, which I thought mm. the movie Rigged, which I did see, I didn't see the 2000 Mills yet, but they didn't crunch the numbers. They didn't show the math. They just no. showed, they just showed, they just followed the money to uh, Zuckerberg. That's about it. But right. uh, I mean, it was still incriminating, but this movie, uh, they, they show the people actually stuffing the ballots into these ballot boxes, wearing gloves, like a day after uh, somebody was arrested because uh, they found their fingerprints on the ballots. So the very next day after that, everybody was wearing gloves. And then as soon as they stuff all these ballots into the boxes, they take the gloves off and throw them in the garbage. So the excuse of, oh, well, it was COVID. They were trying to uh, prevent COVID. Then why are they taking the gloves off right after stuffing the ballots and then uh, and then driving away? And, uh, you know, they, they had they had videotape. Remember, remember in Fulton County, in the State yes. Farm uh, Arena, yes. or whatever they called it. I mean, yes. I mean, there was videotape of that, and they tried to brush that under the rug. But yeah. it's it's obvious that the election was stolen on a massive scale. The people were being paid for it. They were they were taking selfies of themselves stuffing the ballot so that they could ensure that they're getting paid. So get that, paid. So there's been impact because people have been arrested following this movie and they're i hear they're singing like tweety bird and they were all pinging with the device was that was that they tracked from their phones it's really interesting because uh in 2000 mules they they explained to you how they did this and then they show the video coinciding with these what they call the mule and the mule is the person that drops off the ballots to these ballot boxes and i mean cv sometimes four at night like you know Two, two at night, four at night. And then there were others that were so brazen, like you said, would go up. They'd have gloves on. They were doing it in front of people that were there to vote. And actually, some of the folks, you know, are looking at them like, what are these guys doing? But the sad part about it is in all those clips that Dinesh D'Souza shows in the movie, not one person goes up to them and says, hey, what the hell are you doing? I certainly would have. I would have been like, and you could see. You can see, CV, that it did bother the people that were seeing it. They were, or they wouldn't have been looking, kind of standing there and staring at them. But they didn't say anything. And I think that's half the problem with this country. We watch it, we feel bullied, we feel outnumbered, even though we're not. And then we allow them to uh, basically, you know, turn our, our nation upside down. And there's so much more on top of it, so much more evidence on top of it. There's videotape of trucks pulling into. The, uh, the the voting stations at like yes. three o'clock in the morning with yes. with ba- pallets of ballots and like like and then and then a, and then a second one at four o'clock in the morning another truck with pallets of ballots and it, to the point where they made up like six hundred thousand votes where Trump was way ahead and now yeah. and now uh, Biden wins it by like ten thousand votes. And that's the cra- that's the crazy part. It's like where they did also, those ballots come from? They're supposed to be well, they're supposed to be an yeah. election day, not an election week. And the same thing is happening in Pennsylvania. Asking, they're still counting yep. the they're still counting the ballots like a week <laughs> after the the primaries in Pennsylvania. You frauds! They do it. They, in, sh- they do it in open daylight. They don't even care anymore because they're trying to keep their power. If they keep their power, none of it will be adjudicated, and they get to keep their power. The ballots of ballots coming in and then taking them out and destroying them. Yeah. They had uh, the the big problem and what you start to find out um, 
with a lot of these numbers that the Democrats obviously plan, and I think they've been doing this for a long time, by the way. But um, it, what they what they do is, if somebody moves and somebody was there, they're a registered Democrat. They're going to send them that ballot. They were getting people to collect these ballots that could be from people that once lived there, people that are dead, people that may not be legal, all sorts of different uh, ballots that they, they would have. And most of the people that they relied on to do this with were all criminals. Mm -hmm. They were people that wanted a quick buck. They didn't give a damn about our republic. They could care less about Donald Trump or Joe Biden. And they just wanted to make a quick buck and get some money and get the hell out of town. And they did this. And the reason that they picked all these criminals or Antifa members or Black Lives Matter, which, by the way, are criminals anyway... Uh, the reason they did that is because they knew these people uh, wouldn't sing like canaries. And yes, there have been some, but not enough. Most people, like you said, went in there with the gloves because after they had caught the one and the one was singing, the other one started to say, well, we better wear these gloves and we better not give out much of uh, our, our identity. But they are figuring out um, a lot of who these people are, CV. Yeah, because they're, they're picking... They're using like drug addicts and bums who don't yes. really care about politics and they're only paying them like twenty dollars right. $20 an hour to do it. They have yep. of of course they'd they'd rather rat out the people that are paying them rather than go to jail for uh, several years. So they are singing like canaries. And uh it's gonna come out because the the beautiful thing about truth is that it does not stay hidden very long. As Christ no. as Christ said there is nothing that is hid that shall not be shouted from the rooftops. It's going to come out. And the and the, another good thing is that lies don't last. Lies start to crumble in on itself. Just as you know, like liars eventually start contradicting themselves because they, they can't remember the lies they told earlier. You know, so it's all, it's all falling apart. It's all going to unravel, even though we, we didn't, our side didn't get our, our cases adjudic adjudicated. No, no judge would take it on. I mean, there was a couple, but uh, it it this we this, won this the damn not, election. Come right. arrest me if you want to. Yes. Come arrest me if you want to. We won the damn election. You can't and arrest I Donald J. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't arrest uh, two hundred million people who know the election was stolen. We all we all agree. So and if, we'll if we're here. all domestic terrorists for believing that, go ahead, try to arrest two hundred million people. I dare you. So be it. <laughs> so be it. And I'll tell you one thing. I will stand by all the proud patriot, patriots that, that know exactly what these demons did. Because what they did was they broke down our structure. We've got to build it back up. And it's not going to be easy. And they are going to try to do some very, very sick satanic things. And I'm not being uh, overdramatic by saying that. It really is the way they operate. Because as you know, it was Hillary Clinton... Who was influenced by who? Saul Linsky was influenced by who? What he dedicated his book to? Satan. Mm -hmm. So this is what's play in, in play in this country. Yeah. And uh, CV, I just want to say to all our wonderful veterans, thanks so much for everything you do. Of course, we want you to have a, a very somber Memorial Day weekend. Um, and we're signing off here. Remembering everybody who had died in action. Yes. And remembering all those children who passed away so violently because of this disgusting nation that we live in right now, it will be cleaned up. Make sure you come back next week, same time, same Freedom Channel, right here on 94.9 News Now and Stimulated Talk with Freedom on Deck. God bless America. 
Thank you for your service.